Hello everyone. Welcome to Raw Podcast, hosted by Sarah Freeman. That would be me. Raw stands for Rad Active Women, and that is you. Every second week, I'll have a new guest. My podcast will run approximately 20 minutes. Might go a little bit over, can't really help that. I can guarantee that our podcast will be unfiltered, and you'll hear from many inspiring guests. You'll hear their stories and inspiration to motivate you to keep being that rad active woman you are. This week, I'd like to welcome Amber. Amber's a local in the Bow Valley. She's been a triathlete for many years and she's lived in the Bow Valley for quite a long time too. You might be familiar with Amber. She sure has a gift of determination and she has a big heart too. She has a love for tequila once in a while and crying in silly commercials once in a while is a thing too. But I remember with Amber, I met her at the pool in Banff quite a few years ago, probably like 10 years ago now. And I remember, wow, she's such a strong athlete and I wanted to get to know her. So I did, a little intimidated at first, but then the friendship bloomed. She was so inspiring, inspired me to do my first Ironman too. I got to experience Ironman Hawaii with with Amber too. That was amazing, seeing her come across the finish line. I can still feel the tears in my eyes of how proud I was of her in that moment. You are a spark in so many women's lives, Amber. Keep being you, and I'd like to welcome Amber. Welcome to Raw Podcast. Uh, uh, today I have Amber. Amber is a very dear friend of mine, and she was like my first interview on my Fearless Warrior podcast. And I think I did a whopping two interviews, so I had to have Amber back as my first guest. So thank you, Amber, for being here today. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. No problem. So I'm just going to dive right in um, and just talk about you and you're such a rad active woman out in the community. So where Thank did you. it all get started as a, being an athlete and how did it all come to reality for you? It started in 2008. I had, uh, I had surgery. I didn't have surgery. I had surgery booked for my feet, uh, for one of my feet. Cause I have a really, a really um, unfortunate condition, bunions. And, uh, and I had gone to see a specialist, gone through the motions of getting the x-rays, having the conversation, setting up the surgery, booking it, and then waiting. And it was a, it was a long time frame from the time that it, I decided to do it to the actual surgery date. There was a good 10 months where I had to wait and I wasn't active at the time. In fact, I was quite the opposite. I was more of a partier really I was a you know typical vamp party girl and um and the uh the idea of the recovery from the surgery wasn't uh wasn't very appealing to me because I wasn't fit and I was not very healthy and I wasn't happy with myself so I thought well I need to do something now to get ready for this because I'm going to be immobile for so long after the fact my doctor had said to me that it would be a long recovery and I would be in a cast for weeks, if not months. And I thought, oh my gosh, 
I'm not fit now. I can't imagine what I would be like six months after the surgery. And so I decided to, I wasn't just going to get a gym pass. It wasn't going to be enough. I needed to have a goal, have a date, have an event to work towards. And that was when I decided to try a triathlon. And up until that point, I was not active. I didn't swim. I didn't bike. I didn't run. In fact, I think I, I had told you this in the past, the level of my swimming was across the pool to the bar for a pina colada occasion. <laughs> and, uh, and it's true. That was the extent of my swimming. And, um, and so I signed up for lessons and that's how it all began. Amber, what was your ago. first triathlon? Do you remember? I do. It was in Salmon Arm and it was called the Salmon Arm Classic. And it was in July of 2008. And it was an odd format because of the layout of the course, it was actually swim, run, bike. Ah, and yeah, it that was, is uh, different. Yeah, it was different, and it's the only one I've ever done like that. It was um, standard distance, Olympic distance. Yeah. And my goal was, I mean, obviously to finish, but my goal was to come in under three hours, and I did. I think I was like two fifty-five or something, wow. and uh, it was really exciting. And that was the one event that I had decided I'm going to do this. I'm going to train for this. I ordered a book off Amazon called triathlon for dummies. I self-coached and, <laughs> oh, and I, and I did it. And after I crossed that finish line, I was still two months away from this looming foot surgery. And I thought to myself, well, I still have time. What am I going to do next? <laughs> and, and so I signed up for a half marathon because I thought, well, I, I can run 10 K maybe I can keep going. And that's, that was, that summer was pinnacle to me. That was when everything, my whole life changed. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I still remember to this day, like I wrote, read a blog actually recently and you're in that blog, whether you know it or not. <laughs> and I just remember to the day meeting you in the pool and I'm like, holy shit, this person is determined. I remember this. I'm like, Ooh, a bit scary at first, but then I'm like, Oh, I like this girl. <laughs> and you are such a big part of me starting the triathlons and pushing me towards that. You're always very Amazing. gentle, but yet, you know, there, you inspired me and you still do. So yeah, thanks for sharing that, Amber. That's amazing. Oh yeah. Thank you for asking. It's, it's been so long now. It's been so many years. I don't get asked that too much anymore. <laughs> so what is your story? Do you have a story that you hold close to your heart? A story that connects you to who you are as a woman today? Well, I think we all have a story Mm -hmm. that connects, but it's changing. It's morphing. You know, the story that I had 10 years ago, 13 years ago, when I started triathlon versus where I'm at now has changed Mm -hmm. so much. You know, when I first started, it was baby steps. It was actually, it was much bigger than baby steps. It was first an (laughs) Olympic distance. And then a year later, it was a half Ironman. And then a year later, it was an Ironman. And, uh, and I know not everybody does that, but After that, it was about getting better, getting faster, having goals and having goals for podiums and having goals for qualifying for things and having goals to get to world championships. And once I'd achieved all of those things, and not to say that it came easy, it certainly didn't, a lot of blood, sweat and tears and years that went into it. But once I had achieved those things, it was about looking beyond to new challenges and new goals 
even though triathlon is still very near and dear to my heart, mm-hmm. there's been other things that have driven me over the last few years that have changed my story as we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so how, like, how has your story changed now? Like if you had to say today, like, or just this year, what is your story? That's something that you hold close to your heart today and how you've changed. Well, currently right now, this year, I mean, the, you know, the theme is to pivot is mm-hmm. to adapt because yeah. we all had, you know, in 2020, in February of 2020, we all had things that we had planned. We had trips, we had races, we had goals, we had plans, we had people we were going to see and places we were going to go and, and all that changed. And all of our plans, whatever they may have been, all changed. And so you have to, you had to pivot, you had to reinvent the wheel and find a new goal. You couldn't just be complacent with having everything canceled. I had to find new things and I did. And I had some really great goals that I worked towards and things that I achieved. And I was, I was thrilled. And so this year is the same thing where you hope that races are going to happen, but you don't know. So in the back of my mind, I have all these other plan B events that I would love to do should racing not happen again. Mm -hmm. So I think right now the word would be pivoting. You're pivoting. Yeah. What would you say to other women out there that are going through the same motions of like, um, maybe not the same, but similar, they're trying to find that motivation. You, you know, you're going to race or you don't know you're going to race or it's like, how do you stay motivated? Well, you have to find something else to be excited about. You know, last year when all of our races and all of our events and plans were crumbling and canceling and postponing, I got really excited about doing some other things. I decided I wanted to bike from Jasper to Banff in a single day. Love it. And I did. And then (laughs) I got excited about running Rockwall and I did. It was my longest trail run ever, 56 kilometers. Amazing. And then I wanted to do a virtual marathon, the Boston one. And I did. Mm -hmm. And these were all driven from within. And they came from a place of these races aren't happening, but this is who I am. This is what I do. I need new things to sink my teeth into, to be excited about and to be proud of. Yeah. Beautiful. That's, that's, yeah, that's inspiring there. I get goosebumps. <laughs> so yeah, I hope the women out there listening to this that are trying to find that motivation, you know, there's, there is always something else. You just gotta, you gotta dig for it sometimes, but. And yeah. you have to be creative and you yes. have to think about, you know, one of the things that happened last year, and I, I had this conversation with my coach when all races were canceled, I said, you know, I've wanted to do this one thing for so many years and I couldn't because it would have affected racing. And I said, I want to do this big, massive ride from Jasper to Banff, 300 (laughs) kilometers in a single shot. And I said, everything else is canceled. I'm doing this. And he fully got behind it and supported it and gave me a program and we made it happen. That's amazing. I love that story. Thanks for sharing that, Amber. (laughs) So what is one wish for women who are listening to carry into their future to be a rat? like rad active women. What's one wish that you have for women that are listening out there? To not let your fears hold you back because they don't. The only thing that holds you back is yourself. Absolutely. 
I think uh, I heard this from another rad woman I know, Erin um, Evans, and I, I took her um, yoga teacher training in India a few years ago. And she oh, said something. That. Yeah, and she said something in that which in that uh, teacher training that really stood out to me. And years later, she said, and this will always stay with me. She said, "Get out of your own damn way." Mm. I love that. Get out of your own damn way. Absolutely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Amber. I love that. Mm -hmm. What would you tell your teenage self right now? Keep the partying years a bit shorter. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah, because I, you know, I moved to Banff when I was well, I left home at 16. Um, I went to Jasper first and I moved to Banff at 18. And I really got on the party train until I was about 31. And I mean, I had a really great time, but did I really need to go that long? No, I really didn't. I really <laughs> wished that I got it out of my system in a quicker timeline. And I wouldn't change it, but if I could tell myself, my teenage self, just do it for a few years, get over it and, uh, and then move on. That's awesome. So slow down on the partying a little bit earlier. <laughs> no, no. I, yeah, exactly. Do, just do the same, same volume, just not as long. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> I love it. Um, if there was one ripple effect that you could create for women, what would it be? That's a good question. You know, I, I worked with Lululemon a couple years ago to start a running club here in Banff. And I really wanted it to be very accessible to all levels, to all levels of runners and to all types of people. And unfortunately, the, with the pandemic, we had to shut it down. But it was exciting to see the ripple effect because I would get and it was mostly women. There was a, there were some guys that came to it, but mostly women that came to it. And you could see their trepidation and you could see their, I'm not sure if I belong to this group. I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't know if I'm fast enough. And you could see that when they'd come to the first couple runs. And then you could see as they kept coming back, there was that comfort and that excitement mm. and that inspiration and how it sort of rippled through, through them that they came to the first one. And then once they were there, it was like, okay, I, I think I can do this. I think I can become a runner. And then seeing them go on to do these amazing, amazing things like running their first marathon. It was really exciting. So I think in a nutshell, the first thing to do is just go, just start, just try that first time, whether it's on your own or with a, a group, just try it that first time you don't know what could happen exactly I mean look at where you're you've done (laughs) look at all the stuff that you've done I mean I still like I'll never ever forget like going to Hawaii and that was a decision that was with you when you qualified for Kona it was Mm -hmm. like I couldn't miss not going (laughs) oh that was and it's like this came up in our conversation the other day with Rose and Rochelle and Rochelle's like yeah do you remember the underwear party like when we were I guess it was the parade I was like yeah it was the underwear parade (laughs) and in our matching blue tutus that was incredible (laughs) I still have my tutu okay I still have my tutu you need to go back again I'm down for that (laughs) I know I know Sushi still has hers and I bet you Holly still has hers as well that was a life-changing moment, oh not only to, to get there, to qualify for it, but the actual 
celebration of it being there was just mm-hmm. it was an incredible moment yeah absolutely that whole trip oh yeah. yes yeah. from the Certainly. start to the end and see yeah. across the finish line oh my goodness sushi and i were going crazy <laughs> that was that was a hell of a time oh, that really man. was yeah a and little sidetracked but i couldn't not talk about that <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know, there was, it was a lot of effort to get there. And uh, yeah. even just my qualifying race was, was pretty profound as well. That was pretty special sharing that, that um, right race in Mexico where I qualified and being oh, there with yeah. my, with my mom, that was, oh, that was pretty cool. That's special. I do remember yeah. that. I remember when you, mm-hmm. I was, I think I was sitting with sushi. Oh, we were sitting in Mel's, Mel's bar. <laughs> you were sitting She's in like, Mel's. You need to come because we're going to have some tequila and watch Amber. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and it so, worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it definitely worked. Yeah. All right. I have some, just a couple other uh, questions. As a rad active woman, woman Amber, how mm-hmm. would you like to own your voice and heart more in your community and beyond? That's an interesting question because, you know, I had been up until the pandemic 100% involved in my community, not only in my job working with the art gallery, but also running this running group. And then on top of it, I was also on municipal planning commission um, for the town of Banff. So there was a, a few different facets where I was really involved in having a voice mm-hmm. in my community. And I loved it. And I loved every minute of it. And when the pandemic happened, of course, the running group, unfortunately, has been put on hold yeah. for an unknown amount of time. And then being um, a commissioner with the municipal planning, that switched to a Zoom platform. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the joy in my participation was gone. I didn't love it as much. I really loved being in person, having the dialogue, having the understanding, having the presentation, having the whole layout and orchestration of it. And then when it switched to Zoom, I I really kind of lost the passion for it. So I decided to not run again waiting for things to, I don't want to say return back to normal, but to return to something that is a more enjoyable platform. So maybe more in person where you have that connection too. Exactly. Yeah. I don't Mm -hmm. do as well on these online platforms as other people do. And, uh, and that's okay. I'm recognizing that that's not a strength for me and I'm willing to wait it out. And so when things do return I fully intend to be a voice in my community not only being an athletic voice and being involved in sports and running and hopefully having a a running group again but also volunteering for my town because it's I'm passionate about it oh yeah absolutely you are and I think too like even this for me personally like you are a voice out there right now even if you don't know it it's a voice in people's mind and heart right you know I think of different things with you if I'm out doing something and I'm like oh I remember from Amber yeah so it's maybe in a different capacity from my perspective that I see that right but Mm -hmm. I totally get where you're coming from Amber so thanks for sharing that Mm -hmm. yeah it's things that I look forward to in the future (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah, I can't wait to like give someone a hug again (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) that's not in my home (laughs) yeah exactly and having them over exactly (laughs) 
having like oysters and tequila. Oh, don't, don't start. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to wrap it up with one last question, Amber. So lastly, can you give a shout out to one rad active woman, you know, and why? I know this is hard, but just one. Just one. Oh gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I could because I, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to, to know so many and to be involved with quite a few different ones, whether they're, you know, starting out or reaching for different goals. I'd have to say Olivia, Olivia. I love it. Yeah. And I, and I think that's because she's decided to sink her teeth into something that's really big and really scary and she's going for it. You know, it's, she's laying it all out there. She's working hard towards this really cool, awesome, big goal. She's doing her first Ironman, hopefully this year, hopefully it doesn't get canceled or postponed. And I commend her for going through the whole motion of it. It's a year long lead up to one single day event. And, you know, Sarah, as you know, it's terrifying. It's scary. It's overwhelming. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And she's going through these different times where, you know, job security with the pandemic Mm -hmm. is just all over the place. And so to have something looming like that on your horizon, it's scary. And so I commend her for going for it. That's amazing. Yeah. Olivia is one tough cookie. She's mm-hmm. feisty and yeah, she's just a lovely human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, so I've seen her at the pool quite a few times, like when it was mm-hmm. open. So it was nice to see her and she looks strong. That girl's strong. Yeah. yeah, she is definitely. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that Amber. And yeah. thank you so much for being part of Raw. Thank you everyone for listening to Raw Podcast and thank you Amber for being my first guest on Raw Podcast. Rad Active Women. Thanks for inspiring so many out there Amber with your story. I know your motivation that you share will inspire so many women and drive them to succeed in their goals and dreams. Keep being that spark in everyone's life Amber. Keep being you. Thank you. If you like this podcast please subscribe share it with a friend, share the love. You can also follow me on Instagram at Sarah Freeman coaching. You can sign up for my newsletter at sarahfreemancoaching.com. Thanks everyone and have a fantastic day and we'll be on live in another two weeks with Rose and Rochelle from Try It Multisport. Keep being rad active women.